You're listening to Watching Friends on the HyperX Podcast Network. Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of Watching Friends. This one is Season 2, Episode 6, The One with the Baby on the Bus. And I'm Mark. And what sort of scary-ass clowns went to your birthday party? <laughs> I'm Ryan. Thank you. Because <laughs> you are sm- smelling probably pretty festive today. I am in my bright blue Star Wars Christmas jumper. Yep. I don't know what Christmas smells like. Mold wine, maybe? Uh, pine? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm alcoholic. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <A> disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wasted potential. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, we are filming this a couple of days before Christmas, and it's going to come out probably uh, summertime. <laughs> <laughs> it's really confusing for people. Like, yeah. What? Yes. So, are you all set for Christmas then? Almost. There's a couple of last-minute things I need to buy. Not because I haven't bought them previously, just it made more sense to buy them while I was in and around the city centre today than doing it last week. You know, I, I said this off-air, but I feel like I need to say it on-air as well. We've previously figured out that you are Ross, basically. You always thought you was a Joey. And, yeah. then, and then we figured out you was Ross because of various things that have gone on, which you need to listen to the past previous 24 episodes to to kind of get the full story about. I guess, yeah. Um, I think you are a Joey. I don't feel uh, like this, this is starting to sound too complimentary to make <laughs> sense for you saying it, so we're going to need you to explain. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not because you're attractive or, or good in bed, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's because, uh, you know, I have to, to be like Ross and be like, Ryan, have you done your five pages for this week for this podcast? But, I, mean, uh, but I haven't also, invented any extreme sports this week, but I got my notes done in the end. But also, Joey uh, doesn't pick up Christmas presents particularly early either. So, you know, after this, uh, I'm going to drive you to the, the nearest uh, petrol station and you can pick up your, your Lilton Lime. A cola drink. Toilet seat covers. <laughs> <laughs> and some condoms. <laughs> Uh, well, none of our friends have got used for that, to be fair. So <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that'd be a wasted it, it would be. <laughs> More disappointment. Uh, I guess we should probably get into to the episode. But um, before we do that, we have had some uh, nice reviews yes. on, on the iTunes, uh, which we'll talk about at the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, we always like reviews, so thank you for, for leaving those for us. They're, they're very helpful. Yes, we were, um, we were aware that in an early episode, I forgot how many episodes or seasons of Friends there were. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to go into this again. I've, we've already been in, into this once. I think we're going to reiterate it again. But we'll, we'll do that at the end of the episode. Let, let's, let's get into the episode. It is uh, a classic, to be fair. It is, definitely. Uh, so we open with, with Monica doing baby talk to Ben. Uh, he looks a bit too big to be a few weeks old baby. Like, he's quite chunky. This is where the fact that you're a parent and I'm not always kind of shows out in notes because you notice things like how big is that child and I'm like, <laughs> it's a baby. Like it's it's not a child, it's not a kid, it's a baby. So it's like I guess from like naught to maybe two, my brain says baby. So so basically toddler size to you is baby and then child is like a bit taller. Yeah, once it's got a personality, it's a kid. Yeah. And even before that it's a baby. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much right. Uh, but he can't stop crying when he is near Monica because he is Mr. Cranky Pants. Who the winny winny boy? Oh, you the winny 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 boy. Yes. Oh, don't cry. Don't cry. Huh? Why is he still crying? Let me hold him for a sec. Yeah. 
going, Joe? Huh? Huh? Well, there we are. <laughs> Maybe it's me. Don't be silly. Ben loves you. He's just being Mr. Cranky Pants. You know, I once dated a Miss Cranky Pants. <laughs> Lovely girl, kind of moody. There we go. All better. There's my little boy. Can I, uh, see something? Cool. He hates me. My nephew hates me. Come on, don't do this. What if my own baby hates me? How? What, what am I going to do then? Monica, would you stop? This is nuts. Do you know how long it's going to be before you actually have to deal with this problem? <laughs> I mean, you don't even have a boyfriend yet. <laughs> Joey, she does not look fat. <laughs> I think that's a great response yes. to, to get out of anything. <laughs> Just deflect the heat, deflect the heat. Uh, there, there's a weird moment here, though. Chandler has, like, a really odd shirt on, I noticed. So it's plain white, and where, like, a pocket would go, it says AND1, A-N-D, 1. I don't know what that is, and I want to know, because it, it seems very specific. Know, for some reason, I always just assume it's some kind of Broadway shirt, and it's like, and one, and two, and that's going to start, but I don't <laughs> is, know why. Is this because Sean has a quality? It could be. <laughs> that's why. Uh, yeah, it's, it's also, so, you know, we know there's a few super fans out there that do listen to us, so thank you. Um, maybe you know. Write us a comment. Tell us, tell us what it is. I'm always curious when there's things that we don't quite get, and I'm like, is this a cultural thing where in America that would have been like an established brand or at least exactly. something relevant that we just miss out on being British? I also wonder if it's uh, to do with Dr. Seuss, because whenever he goes to Disney World, you see families uh, wearing different T-shirts that say Thing 1, Thing 2, Thing 3, and Thing 4 on them. And for ages, I looked at it, I was like, I don't, get, I don't know what this is, because like, Dr. Seuss in the UK isn't really a thing. Not really. Um, I know my school, when I was very young, they took all the books away because they didn't like children learning or reading them because of the way they, they, they rhyme. Yeah, and they was like, this is like bad for your learning of how to learn how to speak and words and stuff like that. Yeah, I think if you're a kid growing up in Britain, you kind of go to books or roll doll, yeah, which is where you get sent to. So, yeah. so we can be super posh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charlie keeps bringing uh, Ben over to Monica to see if he cries. I, I quite like that. So funny. I, I don't know if that was saying which was ADR or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, but in my head, I like the fact that maybe the baby did just dislike Monica. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's almost like dogs and cats. Like sometimes they just sense like a person, and they're like, "Nope, I don't like you." Like generally, it's their their like cologne or, or whatever. Like their smell is probably too strong or whatever. Uh, but sometimes they're like, "Nope, just don't like this person." Yeah, one of our friends is obsessed with cats, and our pet cat won't go anywhere near him to the point where if he's in the house, she'll run out. And then when he leaves, I have to pick her up and carry him into every room <laughs> of the house to prove he's no longer there and then she'll relax. But if I don't take her to every room in the house, she won't, she'll just stand on the door and wait to leave. Do you ever, do you ever think about how pathetic your life is when you do that? Like I'm having to show this cat every room. <laughs> well, she won't settle otherwise and then she just becomes annoying. I'm not a particularly big cat fan in general. Okay. So when she's asleep, she's not bothering me. But when, she, when she's like, I'm running around the living room because she thinks he's somewhere in the house. Well, we know you're pretty good with children because we went to a friend's birthday the other week and there was a, a couple of babies and small children there and you just grabbed them and great. 
I never used to be. They, they did not care about you. <laughs> no, well, it was just, I thought he wanted cake. So I picked up this little boy and took him into the room where the cake was. And he didn't want the cake. Then he proceeded to just tug on my beard and hair. And I was like, <laughs> well, we're just having a chat with friends now. Yeah. But I used to be with a like, classic cliche man of, oh, my God, if I touch the baby, I'll drop it and it will die. Yeah. Um, but when my, two of my friends had a, had a baby, it was quite literally just, have it. Catch. Yeah, yeah. Fr- you throw the football at them and... Yeah, so, uh, and then I guess that kind of cured it, I guess. You're like, oh, wait, this is actually really easy to hold the baby? Yeah. And you get that classic thing of if you go to adjust the baby's position, everyone in the room goes, mind the head, support the neck. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm not that bad. Yeah. But no, <laughs> I'm, I'm holding it upside down. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how are you holding it by a toe? <laughs> yeah. like, it smells now. Take <laughs> yeah. it back. Uh, Chandler steps his foot in it yet again, though, with Monica. Like, she wonders, like, when she's going to have her own baby... And like, if it will hate her, and and I think you know, Monica this season has had like a lot of baby fever going on. Yes. Obviously, because you know her her older brother is having a kid, so fair enough, right? Um, but you know, it's it's okay because you know it's going to be a long time before she has has one, right? Every time I watch the episode, I'm like shushing the screen, and I know I can't prevent Chandler from saying it, yeah. but I'm just like, no, you like he literally couldn't be couldn't say anything worse. But I I think stuff like this is why we like Monica and Chandler together because. That dynamic, even though it kind of is at odds, does work. It does. It's, it always reminds me of the moment where later on they're on the rooftop and is it Tag? Yep. Gives Rachel his coat because she's cold. And Monica's like, Chandler, I'm cold. Like, I can't control the other Monica. <laughs> yeah. just, you can see the difference between like brand new relationship that's yeah. like full of romance and passion and we've been together a while now. Well, well, for me, Chandler is not being mean to Monica. He just puts his foot in it. He's not thinking. Like He's, he's well-meaning. Yeah, he's trying to reassure her that, you know, don't worry, you'll have plenty of time to become good with kids. Yeah. But obviously, like when in the earlier episodes where he asks, oh, if you're not married by the time you're 40, we'll get married. He's like, why won't I be married by I'm 40? He just phrases things poorly. Yeah. And obviously Monica being sensitive, it's going to take it that way. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we then have the intro of the episode and the boys are teasing Monica by putting a basketball near her to mi- mimic Ben crying. Uh, Monica just throws out the window before Ross makes some weird noises. You okay, Ross? I don't know. Uh. What's in this pie? Uh, I don't know. Um, butter and eggs and flour and lime and kiwi. Ki- and... Kiwi? Kiwi? You said it was a key lime pie. No, I didn't. I said kiwi lime. That's what makes it so special. That's what's gonna kill me. <laughs> I'm allergic to kiwi. You're not. You're, you're allergic to lobster and peanuts and. Uh, uh, oh my god. Uh, it's definitely getting worse. Okay. All right. Is your tongue swelling up? Either that or my mouth is getting smaller. All right. Get your coat. We're gonna go to the hospital. Uh, is he gonna be okay? Yeah. He's just gotta get a shot. Oh, uh, you know. You know. Actually, it's getting better. It is. It is. It's, let's not go. Anyone up for Scrabble? Jacket now. But, but what, what about Ben? We can't bring a baby to the hospital. <laughs> we'll watch him. <laughs> I don't think so. What? I have seven Catholic sisters. I've taken care of hundreds of kids. Come on, we want to do it, don't we? Well, I was looking forward to playing basketball, but I guess that's out the window. <laughs> okay, well, if you do take him out for a walk, just remember to bring his hat, okay? And there's extra milk in the fridge and extra diapers in the back. Hat, milk, Got it. Okay, and follow throw, follow throw, throw, follow throw, Consider it done. You understood that? Yeah, my uncle Sal has a really big tongue. 
you the one with the beautiful wife? <laughs> Kiwi is such a 90s food, isn't it? It is, to be fair. It's just like, oh. <laughs> I, yeah, I never really thought about seeing it recently. No, I can't remember the last time someone said they were having one. Or in anything. Anything, no. Uh, but yeah, it seems like Ross is allergic to lots of things, so lobster, peanuts, kiwi, and more. So, you know, pretty dangerous to be around him. It is. Well, pretty dangerous to seem to be around anything, I guess. Oh, he's going to be one of those annoying people where he's on the flight and they're like, hey, everyone, there's no peanuts available and you need to throw away all your food because this person that's nowhere near you might die. I've always wondered what, like, how severe does one's allergy have to be for everyone on a plane to not be able to have a peanut? Like, <laughs> yeah. If I'm in seat like A1 and you're in like Z27 or whatever, yeah. and you're literally 40 meters away from me. How allergic do you need to be? Like, <laughs> yeah. How are you still alive? <laughs> yeah, it, well, exactly. Yeah, you, how did you get through life and get to the airport without dying along the way if you're that allergic? Just walk past the pub and like, pack it. Okay, peanuts <laughs> takes you yeah. out. <laughs> I mean, I'm not allergic to anything as far as I know. I mean, I suppose there's things that I find out when I find out, but as far as I know, I'm not. But it's weird to me that you can like suddenly develop an allergy in your life. Yeah. And you can be completely fine for years and then one day eat something and your body just goes, nah, don't like this. No, exactly. And sometimes it could just be pesticides. Like I've, like my dad, he would eat apples and whatever. One day had one, and just like you know, started being like Ross and just getting red and rashy and stuff. I think it's just the pesticide rather than the apple. But yeah, it could just be random thing that's changed in your environment just causes it. Just if I developed an allergy to tea, I think I'd just fall in front of a bus. <laughs> like what would be the point? It's not worth living anymore. So I had to get up. So I was, well, it was like quarter to midnight in my house. I wanted a cup of tea when I watched things before bed. And our milk had gone off. So I had to, I was in work really early the next day. So I got up an extra half hour earlier, like quarter to six, to walk down the road to get milk so I could have tea in the morning. <laughs> Otherwise, there'd be no point going to work. I wouldn't have to function. Oh, lucky there wasn't any cows nearby. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I just would have gone straight to the source. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's it's thankful that Ross isn't super allergic because, like, you know, they're only casually going to hospital. Ross, you know, was was quite happy to stay there and pretty much die. Yeah, I mean, I, I've never had an allergic reaction, but I imagine I'd be slightly more panicked than... Well, it, I guess it depends. Like, some people do just come out of a rash and just go, oh, I've just got an annoying rash now. But, you know, his throat is closing up at this point and he's more, more afraid of, like, getting a shot than dying. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand people scared of injections. It's... No. Like, boggles my brain. like I, I've just had my COVID booster today. I know it is. It's just like, you know, a small bit of ouch, like something's just like stabbed me and then it's done. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's probably like the least painful thing you could do like a sharp, like a sharp object like that. Like, I understand that I don't want to be stabbed, but at the same time, given that the injection is something to benefit your health, like yeah. surely logic would be like, you know, it's fine. Do it because it's going to help me. Yeah. Uh, I was chatting to the nursing staff yesterday when I had my COVID booster. And they're like, are you scared of needles? And I'm like, nope, stick it in, we're all good. Yeah. And they were like, oh, what makes me laugh? It's the giant, like, six foot eight men who are, like, covered in tattoos that are terrified of needles. <laughs> and I was like, it's fine, just next time dip the needle in some ink yeah. and they'll be fine. Yeah, just, I'm just going to give you a uh, Phoebe tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> it's of the earth, very far away. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Russ can't take Ben's hospital, even though, you know, Ben's been there before. But, but I understand why he wouldn't want to. Yeah. Um, so he asked the boys to look after Ben. Well, they offer, and he's not exactly a... No. Uh, I think we'll, we'll, we'll get into this in a second, because I, I, I want to talk about Ross and being scared of needles a, a little bit more. Um, you know, Ross is a doctor, a man of science. Mm -hmm. Like, you think he would not be scared of it? Like, I know, I know people say, like, a phobia is, you know, something that they can't control and stuff. I think you kind of can. Well, I get triggered, I guess would be the phrase. 
when people misuse the term phobia. Because a phobia is an irrational fear. Yes. Because, oh, I've got a phobia of sharks. No, you haven't. You've got a fear of sharks. It's perfectly reasonable to be scared in the sea that a shark's going to bite you. Yep. If you've got a phobia of sharks in your bathtub, yeah, that's probably a phobia. Because there's not one in there. Um, but yeah, so is he scared of needles? Like, get over it. Yeah. Or just don't think about it. Or don't look at it. Don't. Or go get treatment. Like, he's, he's, you know, he's got a PhD. I'm sure he knows someone in the medical profession that can, you know, counsel him or shrink his head. Go yeah. a bit Roger on him. To uh, you know, help him alleviate that fear. Yeah, this this is where Ross, you know, the most intellectual of the bunch, goes a bit weird at times. Like he he has these moments, doesn't he, where you think he would be the one being like, "Nope, I know it's irrational fear. I will just do it because I'm going to die." Yeah, just. I mean, it's, it's, I guess it's not a very popular, but he needs to you know man up essentially. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, get on with the injection. Right. Uh, but I I love this this plot. Uh, you know, if you if you had children, like so, Ryan, if you had children. Perhaps you do. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if, if I do, I don't know either. <laughs> no. We, we, we did discuss this in the previous episode as well. Um, would you let your 25-year-old single childless friends look after your children with zero prep? Uh, if they were Joey, yes. Because like you said, he's got all the sisters and the kids. Now, that's, this is the weird thing, isn't it? Because like, you don't think of Joey being like a proper father type. But actually, I think Joey would probably be right. And they're like, no, I know exactly what to do. Given how obviously caring Joey is all the time, yeah. I feel like even if Joey wasn't sure what to do, he'd, he'd find a way to make sure. Even if he just surrounded the baby in cushions yes. and just like watched it the entire time you were away, <laughs> I'd be like, fine. I made a safe space for you. You can't hurt yourself. Yeah. Giving Chandler any kind of responsibility, no. no. <laughs> like, if Joey's there, yes. If Chandler goes out, just no. Yeah, it's weird because you you would automatically think maybe like Chandler is the more father type just because he's a bit calmer, I guess. He's too skittish though, isn't he? Like he's, yes. he's like any responsibility or pressure and he just starts to crumble a little bit. And I wouldn't feel confident leaving my newborn with but, that. But Joey would be ready there whipping off those, those nappies or diapers if you're American and just be like, yep, just getting right to it. Whereas Chandler would be like, oh, no, it's gross. In terms of our actual friends, oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it was you, yes, you know, you, you have a child. But the rest of them, not even close. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, part of me wants you to go into more detail, but part of me feels like you probably shouldn't air that in public. Yeah, I mean, you always like overshare, and there's a few other times that I don't. It, one of them, I mean, he'll know who he is from this description, but one would just ignore the child in a corner to play PC games. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even notice that the child was crying. And the other one, uh, you know what? I don't think he'd be that bad. I just think he wouldn't want to do it because if there's a baby around his missus for too long, he's going to get the conversation of where's ours. Yeah. I, and I, I guess my point of this is at 25 years old, like especially now, you know, most people are kind of, you know, still enjoying their life, not even thinking of kids at 25. So to then go, here's a kid. Here's a complex thing you now need to do with it with no prep. Like that's quite intimidating, especially as it is like a life you've got to look after. Because when it's a dog or cat, they, they look after themselves, even as like as puppies or kittens. Oh, yeah, me at 25 would have been, right, okay, act all confident yeah. to get to get Ross to go to the hospital. Immediately would be on the phone to my mum, mum, there's a baby, what do I do? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> like, do I feed it now? Like, when do you feed it? I don't understand whether, when it needs food. Like, like, the basics of keep it away from hazards, cool. Yeah, that's easy. But then it would cry and I'd be like, I don't know what you want. Talk, use yeah. your words. Yeah. Are you hungry? Are you wet? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, young kids are fine. They play and watch TV, so that's easy enough. And they can talk to you. So, you know, well, sometimes they can talk to you. Sometimes they want to be annoying and not talk to you uh, and make you guess. Well, but, young, young kids are great because they don't have any kind of filter or sense of kind of no. social grace. Um, it reminds me recently when uh, a friend asked his daughter 
um, which of these two other friends are your favourite, this one or Ryan? <laughs> she just went, Ryan. <laughs> it was very, very funny. <laughs> it was just, there was no kind of shame. It was just an honest answer. Yeah. It was like, awkward. <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard many stories from, from other friends like in the past where they've told their kids a secret or they've been joking about someone they've seen on the street. And the kid will just like repeat it like moments later afterwards. Like, never say anything in front of a child. You don't want repeated again. Yep. My uh, long hair confused the child of two of my friends. Right. Um, and I guess in her brain, anyone with long hair was a lady. So <laughs> I was leaving one day and when it say bye to Ryan and she was like, bye, mommy, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I get called every time I go around now. <laughs> I, think, I think we've got a new name for you, mommy, Ryan. <laughs> Uh, as Ross goes out the door, you know, we can't understand him, but Joey can because his uncle has a big tongue. The uncle with the beautiful wife. Now, Ryan, I'm not sure what they're getting at here. Perhaps you have some knowledge in this area? I mean, as a grown man, Mark, it certainly makes more sense. And I'm assuming I did not understand this joke as a child. <laughs> no. um, I hope I didn't. <laughs> but yeah, because uh, I almost missed it this time. He's like, that's not hot wife. And I was like... Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's a joke yeah. where you don't you don't think about it. It's just oh, the uncle. Oh, okay, and he's got a big tongue. All right. Yeah, uh, I, well, I guess one here I didn't put the the big tongue and hot wife together. I guess they do. Yeah. But it was more of just like here's a description of my uncle. Here's a memory I've got yes. of my uncle. I didn't kind of correlate the <laughs> yeah. two, and then it kind of makes sense that uh, you know, if I guess if you're Gene Simmons esque, you would uh have a benefit there. As as long as she uh doesn't think he's almost like a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we're at the coffee shop now and Phoebe has a new song for us. I'm super excited for this one. I'm in the shower and I'm writing a song. Stop me if you've heard it. <laughs> my skin is soapy and my hair is wet. And Tegrin spelled backward is Nurgit. Now this song gets split into two parts. So I'm going to play the second part now as well. Lather, rinse, repeat, and lather, rinse, repeat, and lather, rinse, repeat, as needed. I think it's great. I love yeah. it. Yeah, especially given the state of the like modern top 40, if you put a beat behind that, it's yeah. a number one hit. Like, <laughs> yeah. people, like you could just like, loop the lather and repeat over again. Maybe we should sample it and make like our own friend's album. Okay. We'll, be all set. well you've already said before that you make up songs and you haven't realized it when you're happy yes apparently if i'm in a good mood i will just sing what i'm doing which is basically what phoebe does here she's just singing what she does yeah i think phoebe and i know about the same amount of chords on guitar as well. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so when you're in the shower you you they're just going lever rinse repeat <laughs> Do i'm normally singing along to whatever i've got on the radio which is normally metal so <laughs> whoever's in the house is just thought being forced to me to try and metal growl while i'm in the shower which <laughs> probably isn't fun because you have told me that you do sometimes uh sing our theme tune especially after a podcast i do i'll just be like for like the rest of the evening i'll be walking around <laughs> just, just just humming it to myself so I, I, I bet there's other listeners out there that do it as well i mean it's a credit to the guy that wrote it to be yeah. fair like it, it's catchy and yeah. stays in my head yeah our guy on five was, was worth his money definitely yeah. Uh, so yeah it's, it's a great song love it uh, I really love how like she plays the guitar and like keeps having to pause and look at the chord she's playing I wonder if that's actually uh, Lisa Kudrow because she can't really play guitar she like she got lessons and she was like I learned three chords that's all Phoebe would know anyway don't teach me anymore yeah I remember reading that she Lisa Kudrow better said like I'm not learning anymore because Phoebe wouldn't know them yeah. like if you teach me how to play it's all look like I know how to play so I wonder if she actually 
kind of can't play it. And that's it. That's her naturally going, right, what, what's next? Or if she's actually acting and, and being Phoebe. I'd say 50-50. Because yeah. when you first start learning, especially some open chords are quite difficult like to be as dexterous enough to do. Yeah. Some are easy, like easy, easy, and D's easy, and then some are like, like F major 7, 9 or whatever, and you're like, like it's one of that weird thing that Spock does in Star Trek, oh, yeah. which I can't do. Yeah, I, I don't... Like, I, I started learning playing the guitar a few years ago, and part of me was like, who the hell decided this was a chord? Like, it's not even a, a, a movement of my hand that I can really do. Like, who decided that's a great, great way to make it sound? Yeah. And I hated them for it. Bar chords are the one. All you need to do is learn how to basically use one finger and then just the same shape. Yeah. You can just cheat your way and be like, oh, just use major chords the whole time and move up and down the neck. You can be like the Beatles, can't you? Pretty much. They, well, they, they only had like three chords for most of their songs. I, I more, like a, more like Oasis. <laughs> Oasis. <laughs> yeah, ooh, ooh. Uh, but before we get more of like that song that we played uh, at the coffee shop, the boss uh, enters and uh, Terry is saying to tell Rachel he's hired a proper musician and he's even paying them. Which is a bit weird. Like, Terry doesn't like Phoebe playing. Um, you know, like, he, he says she's so bad, like, he wants to put a finger in his eye, through his brain, and swirl it around. But he can't tell Phoebe that. He has Rachel to do it. Which is just so cowardly. Like, it's, it's it your coffee shop. You're the boss. Like, pawning but, these sort of things off on staff. Oh, right, people tend to hate their bosses. Yes. Because it, it's your decision. You deliver the news. Like, Terry has no connection to Phoebe. He doesn't pay her to play. She's just some random goes up and plays for reason. Yeah. Like, we never we never learned the story of, like, how she started. Like, that could have been quite an interesting episode. Yeah, I assumed that there was a stage there and Phoebe just got on it and started doing what she did. I wonder if she did it on the sofa and it slowly, bas- basically, people were going, oh, I quite like that. And then she, like, kind of morphed into the stage. But she just eventually <laughs> went up there. Yeah. Well, that's what most guitar guitarists do, especially if you're, like, on holiday in a camp. Someone always brings out the guitar and say, like, I'm going to show you my song. And it's like, oh, no, don't, don't care. That's what I hate about playing. When I played guitar, I went to music school very briefly. And I played lead guitar in a band. So all I basically focused on were like scales and arpeggios and stuff and didn't really bother learning entire songs because it's not what I was there to do. No. So I'll people, I'll, people will come around and see my guitar and go, oh, Ryan, play this song and then just shout a song out out of all the millions of songs in the world and expect me to know how to play it. And I'm like, No. I always hate it in movies and TV where like, there's someone who can do that and they're like, oh, I'll just play this. I'm like, no, that's not how guitarists really work. No, because it's, it's basically muscle memory, isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, I listen to a lot of metal. So if you're like, oh, Ryan, play insert random top 40 acoustic. Fire, fire in the flames. Yeah, oh, yeah that I definitely can't play. <laughs> but if you're like, play Ed Sheeran, I'm going to be like, what, who? Like, I've probably not heard the song. No. Um, there's just this weird myth of TV, I guess, that everybody plays guitar knows every song. But but also depends what part of the, the guitar you're playing, doesn't it? Because... Some bands, you're like, well, yes, I'm lead guitarist, but that means I don't really do a lot. Yeah, I do a bit of rhythm fill, and then yeah. just like 30 seconds of a solo. Yeah, and, and there's two other guitarists that are filling the rest. Like, I can't play all the parts because it doesn't work that way. Yeah, look at any Iron Maiden track. There's three different guitarists, and it's like, you can't play it all because they all like loop and interwine yeah. with each other. And, it's not and, if, you, and if, you play, if you play one of them, you just pause for like 30 seconds, stand in there, and people are like, is he, is he done? They <laughs> just start up again. <laughs> I remember when I first got into like rock music and stuff and started playing guitar. The one solo I decided to learn was the solo from Nothing Else Matters by Metallica. And like at the time, Kirk Hammett was like my guitar idol. Kind of still is, I guess. Um, and I was like, ah, oh, and then turns out James Hetfield wrote and played that solo. So there's like the one solo I decided to learn was the one that Kirk Hammett didn't do on the album. And I was like, oh, never mind. It's a good solo, though. Well, with Terry, you know, I think if he just went up to Phoebe and said, look, I've hired someone to play. Um, you know, there's, there's not really room for you to play anymore. She would have taken it gracefully and be like, okay, thank you. Like, I appreciate you letting me do this for free. 
Yeah, uh, but now someone's doing the, doing it as a job, that's fine. And given that you're the boss, if there is any kind of pushback from Phoebe being upset, there's no reason you couldn't then be like, okay, well, I'm gonna, the position I'm paying is going to have the Sunday slot. But if you want to play here Thursday evenings, feel free. Because A, you could make sure you're not working Thursday evenings. Yes. <laughs> and B, you've got the ability to make that executive decision. Whereas when you send a member of staff over to do it, if imagine if, I mean, obviously some reference to their friends who so you'd be in coward. But if it was a general member of staff, they've got no retort for any no. pushback it's just going to be oh well that's what terry said and then why didn't terry tell me himself mm. which might be our first question if i was phoebe we then head out to central new york which i always love when they they actually go out into new york because they don't do it a lot in later episodes um and we've got the guys and i say the guys i mean chandler and joey as usual yeah when everyone says the guys the boys the lads we never mean ross no, no. Like, actually, it's the boys and it, ross okay we're, we're going to make this a thing now when we say the guys or the boys we mean chandler and joey when we mean all of them, we will say all of them. Do you think that's because Joey and Chandler have that kind of classic men behaving badly, two lads in a flat vibe, whereas Ross is like a mature doctor adult? Yeah, Ross is outside of it, and, and Chandler and Joey are kind of like the straight man and the funny man, I guess, in a way. Yeah, look, we refer to the girls' apartment as the girls' apartment, and the, yeah. look, Chandler and Joey's apartment as the boys' apartment. And, and, we, and Ross somewhere else. Yeah, Ross is Ross's apartment. We specify his name, which yes. we don't do normally. It's just girls and boys. Yeah, so in, in future, the boys is... Chandler and Joey. Now, anyone who owns a cat, dog, or even a baby knows they have to have their accessory packs when you take them out. <laughs> right? Uh, you have to bring so much stuff with you. So, like, if, if you've got even a cat and you're like, oh, I need to take the cat to Ryan, so, you know, because whatever reason. I can't just bring the cat. I have to put it in the carrier, and I need to bring some treats for it, and it's water bowl, and it's special toy, and this and that, and some medicine, and, yeah, it becomes, like, a stupid amount of stuff just for, like, even a cat let alone a baby. Uh, so what have the boys brought with them? Have they brought enough? I think they've brought a bit too much. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty loaded up, to be fair. I don't know what 90% of the stuff they're carrying is, but there's too much of it. Well, they've got a very 90s-looking push chair or stroller, if you're American. Uh, Joey has a sling on him, but he has a huge teddy bear in it. Like, <laughs> you didn't need to bring the teddy bear. <laughs> no. He could have probably got rid of the, the, the push chair as well if you just had the sling. Um, and Chandler, for some reason, is carrying Ben and bags... That's why push chairs have little areas under them to put all that stuff in. The boys don't know this, Mark. They're noobs. They've even brought like one of those activity toys. Like, <laughs> like you need a lot of stuff for a baby, but not 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 these things. There, I'm I'm surprised they didn't bring camping equipment and stuff like that. Like stuff you're not needed. I'm sure somewhere in like an old script for this episode, there's a scene where you see them getting ready to go out with Ben as they just keep getting more. So that'd be quite comical to me. Like, do you need this? Yes, because of what if Ben wants a teddy bear? Yes. Or these stupid logic they would have. I'd quite like to watch that. To be fair. Well, what if he's sleepy and he needs sleepy time clown? <laughs> yeah. What, what if he's just in the mood for a polar bear? <laughs> yeah. You better bring that too. Mark and I create this podcast in our own time, and we'd love to bring you more content. To do that, we need your support. Join the Watching Friends community at patreon.com forward slash watching friends. Our £5 tier, also available in dollars, will get you the ad-free version of the show, access to the exclusive content, such as our episode all about James Michael Tyler, our top 10 rankings of everything from the best episodes to our favourite guest stars, on our exploration of all the weird and wonderful Friends merch, Friends Fest, and much more. And beginning at the end of January, Mark and I will delve into the fantastic spin-off series, Joey, only available to patrons, help shape the future of our content with access to our Patreon polls. We're there for you. Be there for us and the rest of the Watching Friends community at patreon.com forward slash watching friends. 
coming soon from HyperX. The Cloud Alpha Wireless gets up to 300 hours of battery life, so you'll spend less time charging your headset and more time charging into the action. Hear audio cues with pinpoint precision thanks to the dual chamber drivers enhanced by premium DTS Headphone X Spatial Audio. Up to 300 hours of battery, two chambers, zero wires. The Cloud Alpha Wireless. Available soon at HyperX.com, HP.com, Amazon, Best Buy, Micro Center, and more fine retailers. Hi, we have a podcast where we go to Podford University, a fake college where you- Wait, 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 it's fake? Yeah, what? I just paid tuition. I, same, I did too. To who? Well, we're doing the ad, let me finish. Find Podford University, available wherever podcasts are sold and on the HyperX Podcast Network. Coming soon to HyperX.com, HP.com, and more fine retailers, the HyperX Cloud Alpha Wireless. The Cloud Alpha Wireless gets up to 300 hours of battery life, so you'll spend less time charging your headset and more time charging into the action. The dual chamber drivers, enhanced by premium DTS Headphone X Spatial Audio, provide reduced distortion, allowing you to hear audio cues with pinpoint precision. Up to 300 hours of battery, two chambers, zero wires, the new HyperX Cloud Alpha Wireless. Tired of recharging your headset mid-raid on Final Fantasy XIV? I know I am. No more with the HyperX Cloud Alpha Wireless. We then spy some women. Uh, well, the guys do. Uh, and they try pointing Ben at them to draw the women over. <laughs> Like, I, d- I don't know. Maybe, maybe you need to try this for for your your date. Now, just just get a baby. Just pick one up off the street somewhere. Actually, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I just start pointing <laughs> like a TV remote. Well, I, I, my logic would be if I saw a person with a child, I would assume that it was their child. Yeah. Like, there's quite a big age gap between me and two of my siblings. So when my little sis- littlest sister was very young, like say five, I was going to say, six, did, did older women used to tut at you? No, I was remember walking past a like a pub. Oh, it's not a pub. It's like a what is it? Gardeners Club, that's what they call it. Um, and she was like five or six, and she was sat on my shoulders as I was taking her back to my mum's house. And then this old man stopped me in the shoot and was like, good on you, good on you. And I'm thinking, she's just sat on my shoulders. And he went, you don't see this in the days, men looking after their kids. Oh, it's good. And like, she was like really excited. I mean, she was a bit tipsy. Yeah. But I was like, it's not my kid. It's my sister. That, but, that, that could have gone a totally different way. It's, like, it's not my kid. I just found it. Oh, <laughs> well, good on you for, for putting a five-year-old. Like, yeah. So based on that, people tend to assume that the person with the child is the parent. Yes. Um, so why would... I can't see many women looking at me with a child and thinking, that man's single and available. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. think he's with his kid. It would be weird to, even if they wanted to chat me up, I feel like it'd be weird to try and do it while I've got my child. Like I, I'm sure there is um, a bit of that for some people where they see a man or even a woman with a child and they're like more attracted to them because it's, it's biology, right? So you're like, oh, well, you know, he's got a child. So, you know, my, my prehistoric brain, like they are, you know, good enough, uh, like to, to help the population, you know? I guess, but you don't ask out every attractive person you see in the street. And I feel like a baby would be an active barrier yeah. to that. Yeah, I, I think, you know, if you see a woman with a baby in the street, you've, you're going to assume that there's some husband or boyfriend there as well. Yeah. And if you definitely see a guy, you're going to be like, no, he's not a single dad. No, yeah. Not a... Handsome single. Although I'm sure, I'm sure there's a video game that's about single dads. They got released last year. 
Sorry, that, that's just a random tangent that came into my head. I have, I have a look at it. I haven't. I, haven't. Actually, I know what it's called. It's um. So yeah, there there, there was a, a game that came out a couple of years ago called Dream Daddy, which was a dad dating simulator. Oh, you know why not? So uh, so yeah, so they're, they're, I can see a little bit of it, but yeah, you if if they got a child with them, you're definitely not going to go up to them, and certainly not think, you know what, this is the perfect way to chat up someone is when their child is looking at me. Yeah, I mean, I feel like. A baby is going to make them assume you're in a relationship. But if you've got a puppy, a puppy, on the other hand, to me, that would be golden. Yes, yes, definitely. Well, I think we should hear uh, what the, the boys' baby chat-ups uh, are. You know, I don't think we brought enough stuff. Did you forget to pack the baby's anvil? I'm telling you, it's going to be worth it. It's a known fact that women love babies, all right? Women love guys who love babies. It's the whole sensitive thing. Quick, aim them at that pack of babes over there. Maybe one of them will break away. Oh, wait. Forget them. We got one. Hard left. All right, give me the baby. No, I, I, I got him. Come on, seriously. Oh, seriously, you want him? Hello. Hello. Who is this little cutie pie? Well, don't, don't think me immodest, but me? <laughs> you want to smell him? I assume we're talking about the baby now. Oh, yeah. He's got that great baby smell. Get a whiff of his head. I think my uterus just skipped a beat. Huh? What did I tell you? What did I tell you? I think it's great you guys are doing this. Well, we are great guys. You know, my brother and his boyfriend have been trying to adopt for three years. What agency did you two go through? <laughs> so, they use their baby fishing rod to try to catch some women. They're, they're nearly successful. I mean, they lure them over, but not for the reasons <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, I... Joey asking if she wants to smell him? That's weird. It is weird. I mean, I get it. Babies have, like, you know, talcum powdery smell, I guess. <laughs> Whoa, wow. Yeah. What, what's an attractive smell? Yeah, is, is that what you're using in the bedroom, Ryan? <laughs> it might work, you never know. <laughs> but, I mean, to be honest, especially context, though, we know the guys live in the village, uh, and it's, what, the 90s, it's the village, and it's two men and a baby in New York. Yeah. Yeah, them being gay kind of tracks is the most logical outcome, to be fair. Also, you do have the attractive one and the the slightly less attractive one. I mean, I'm, I would pretend I don't know which one's which. But. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but no, sadly, she thinks they're a couple, so, you know, fair right. Poor Chandler. Um, at least he can get a Joey, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you, or if I were them, I'd be like, yes, I've got a Joey. Whereas if you were Joey, she'd be thinking, well, I could depend on Chandler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chandler's got money. Maybe he's a sugar daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he kind of is. I guess so, yeah. Uh, Phoebes is upset at the coffee shop, though, uh, as Rachel tells her that she can't play anymore. Uh, more upset than I thought she'd be, but maybe that's because, like, Rachel told her rather than Terry. You know, like, Terry's a jerk, um, as Rachel says, but she's going to go and talk to him. Uh, Terry isn't even there, though. Like, doesn't pay her, so what's the problem? Like, just just play, like, Phoebes. Do whatever you want. What they do? Just kick you out? I guess, yeah. Uh, Rachel bargains with uh, Terry, though, by offering to clean the cappuccino machine. <laughs> Clearly, she's a terrible employee, because, like, you know, he even says, like, you don't clean it. She's like, no, but I will really clean it. She, You're clearly she, caught she in it. it. It's, it's like when you see one of those BuzzFeed articles where it's like, 30 stuff it, uh, retail employees tell you, and they're like, don't use the soda machine, because we don't clean the ice things, and it's filled with, like, all sorts of disgusting things. Yeah, I remember once, uh, I don't really drink coffee. 
um, and I tried a cappuccino and I described it to one of my friends as a big coffee connoisseur. I was like, like, it was like licking an ashtray. It was disgusting. He went, you what? I was like, it was like licking an ashtray. And he was like, dude, if that's what it tastes like, they haven't cleaned that machine in forever because it shouldn't. And then he kept nagging me to visit his coffee shop so I could try a proper cappuccino. And I was like, no, I'll stick with tea. No, because your issue there is if it's bad, or at least, at least bad to you, you've then got to go, mmm, that's great. Mm, I guess I'll have that every time I come <laughs> yeah. in forever. Uh, but Terry, like, finally relents and Phoebe can play again. Um, except now she's upset she's not getting paid, which kind of fair, I guess. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, not only does she feel insulted about being replaced, I assume she feels like she's kind of been taken advantage of, given that Terry's let her play for free forever longer. Now it's sort of like, wait, payment was an option. Why Why wasn't that offered to me? Yeah. I, I guess this is the, the missing context. So we don't know how Phoebe started this, if it was just for fun or if someone said like, hey, Phoebe, can you play for us? Like, you've got a guitar. It'll be fun. Um, because clearly there was there is a stage there, so it was meant for something. Yeah, like there was meant to have people there. Um, but the worst part is not only is Terry a coward, he's also weak willed and just kind of capitulates and lets Phoebe carry on playing there. Uh, you know what though, there is some um, there is a good side to this. So at least we don't see Terry again. Good. We get Gumpher. He's no gun. Like, like I'm glad Gumpher wasn't given this stuff because you're just like, oh, I don't like Gumpher. True. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the things where when Terry does pop up, as you know, we'll be watching Friends, you know, the ball times. Well, the, the, the twice he's, he, he pops up. You're like, oh, yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. You kind of forget he's there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he can stay in se- season one. He He's probably the only thing that can stay in season one. Need to come with us. Uh, so Phoebe's outside busking loudly, guessing no one else wanted her. I mean, she's been a bit of a little bit of a protest song, isn't it, really, I suppose? I guess so, yeah. We then end up at the hospital where Ross doesn't like needle steel and wants them to squirt it into his mouth. Which, yeah, that's not, that's not how <laughs> medicine works. No. As a doctor, well, I say as a doctor, that's the joke of the show, isn't he? He's not a proper He's not doctor. A real doctor. <laughs> uh, he's lucky he has a good sister like Monica, though. Um, you know, Mr. You know, Dr. PhD Ross. I think squirt gun is a great idea. Yeah, it's like fear has kind of completely diluted his intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, oh, do, 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 do. Yeah. just no, not good. But why do American hospitals always look so grimy and 90s PC beige case coloured? Like, Yeah, I mean, given that much you have to pay to go there, yeah. you know, I'd want them to look like like really glitzy. And like, like a fancy hotel or something. When you go and go, ooh, the walls look very nice. Yeah, like, 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 like polished steel and glass yeah. everywhere. And I'm like, ooh, I'm in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Not not tobacco-stained walls from the 60s. Like, yeah. They, yeah, I, I think UK hospitals are a little bit better. They're a bit clean. They're very clinical, though. And obviously, for obvious reasons, at the same time, like, they, they're not very welcoming. They do feel cold. I always hate the different coloured lines on the floor that are supposed to detail where you're supposed to go. Okay. Because unless you already know what the colour line means... It's no use to you. No. So if you walk down a corridor and you're like, right, I've got green, red, and blue to follow. I'm trying to get to cardiology. And it's like, well, I don't know what these mean. So you still have to wander around and look for a sign. So so you're like uh, the little robot in Wally that follows the lines <laughs> yeah, around just, yeah. and uh, see where you end up. Oh, I hate you. I had to go for a blood test a few months ago. And I walked into the door. I said to the receptionist, oh, I'm here for a blood test. Where do I go? And she was like, hematology. And I was like... Did she say follow the green line, so the red one? She went down there, take a left. Well, like 75 lefts. Yeah. She didn't specify which one. I'm not expecting her to have counted, but at least some kind of vague, better direction. So it just meant I walked down this really long corridor and eventually just saw a sign saying blood tests. And I was like, she could have just said head down there to see the sign for blood tests. Okay. But I was just annoyed. I was like, down there and left. I could have been yeah. in any room. Woke uh, up 10 hours later and I had a leg cut off. <laughs> I think that's fair. Um, Ross is holding Monica's hand. That's sweet. 
But he's a little bit tense and squeezes a little bit too hard. Yeah, I mean, it looks very painful. Yeah, like, you know, he, he's... I feel like Ross has probably got a strong handshake. Chandler has probably got a wimpy one. Joey goes in for the hug, right? Yeah, Joey's definitely a hugger. Uh, Chandler is upset, though, because picking up women failed, surprisingly, I guess. Uh, you know, perhaps making out the park would have helped, he angrily suggests. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they call a taxi, but spot more attractive women by a bus. Uh, so they get on board. And that is where we have our next clip. That's a good plan, Joe. Next time we want to pick up women, we should just go to the park and make out. Taxi! Taxi! Hey, hey, look at that talent. Just practicing. You're good. Carry on. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, you. He's just adorable. Oh, can you tell him that? Because he thinks he looks too pink. So what are you guys out doing today? Oh, we're not out. No, no, no. We're just uh, two heterosexual guys hanging with the son of our other heterosexual friend, doing the usual straight guy stuff. <laughs> you done? Yeah. Oh, where's our stop? Get out of here. This is our stop. You guys live around here too? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. We live in the building by the uh, sidewalk. <laughs> you know it? <laughs> Hey, look, since we're neighbors and all, what do you say we uh, get together for a drink? So, uh, you want to go to Markel's? Well, sure, they love us over there. Hey, where's your baby? Where is the baby? I don't know, where, where, where is it, right? We'll deal with that in a second, because... <laughs> I need to do this next time. I love it when Chandler calls the taxi over and then dismisses it with just practicing. You're good. Like, <laughs> it had me in bits when I rewatched the episode. And now I've decided next time we're in New York, we need to do this. Oh, there's going to be a newspaper. British man shot dead <laughs> in taxi scuffle. Right. Because this isn't an iconic friends moment. This isn't, you know, an I take the Rachel moment of the show. No. But it, the, you know, the, the amount of like, I had to pause the episode until I'd gotten over this to then carry on watching it. Like, it had me in bits. So we need to do it. Okay. And I'm wondering, does it happen a lot? Is this something that in America is like, you know, someone just to people, like, oh, I want to do that thing from friends. Do you know, I, I think trying to get a taxi is the most, like, one of the most nerve-wracking things you can do, like, in a new city. You, if you've never done it before, you don't understand, like, at least, well, be, now you use Uber, yeah? But before, like, what do you do? Like, I've seen in the movies, you stand there and put your hand up, and it's like, you know, that's not what you do, because... You need to make sure, like, the light is on or off or whatever it is, like, to signify they can pick you up. Um, and then you have to, like, make sure that they can get to you. Well, I mean, from my experience of New York taxis, they'd be furious that you've kind of pulled them out of any lane yeah. of traffic to then try and make them merge back in in the middle of, like, midtown. Yeah. But my, I remember, there was lots of times I've been to, well, I've been here twice, and there were lots of moments that seemed like cliche street theatre, so I couldn't believe they were that actually happening. And there were two taxis, basically. Uh, the drivers got into an argument and just thought, one was like, shut up. And he went like, you shut the yeah. up. And then he was, you shut the And they just kept repeating the same phrase each other in like, really thick New York accents. And then one got out of his taxi to shout at the other one. I was just stood there, transfixed for like five minutes, just watching these two men shout, shut the F up at each other. For like five, I'm like, this is amazing. What's no one else watching? This is fantastic. And, like, just... and then you play Grand Theft Auto and go, it's just like real life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, I thought it was just like a funny thing they put in the game. It's like, no, it's actually 
actually real. They're like, this is really happening. And then just, I guess everyone in New York sees it all the time, so they weren't impressed, but I was amazed. I'm going to give a slight tangent, because there was one time where uh, I'd come out of a restaurant, and there was a bunch of guys walking down the street, and they were going, USA, USA, USA. They'd just come out of a basketball match between two American teams. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, so Americans do do that. That's so great. <laughs> Just cheer for both teams yeah. at the same time. Um, yeah, again, what's with these uh, women creeping on men with babies? Like, I, t- I don't get it. Uh, no. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> like it's even, just lost on me. I think even if you had a puppy, like, you're probably going to get the wrong type of woman who comes up. She's like, hi, we like your puppy. Let's chat. Well, everyone likes puppies. Like, where I work, if a puppy comes into the... Or a dog, even, yeah. like when a puppy comes into the shop, the entire shop shuts down for five yeah. minutes while we all go and rush over to the dog. Because, obviously, if this did work, I think every man out there would have a puppy right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're a year old now. Get rid of your new puppy time. There'd be, like, studies into, like, what type of breed attracts the most attractive woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be a pug, that's for sure. <laughs> no. I, well, maybe. I think, I think women like pugs. Yeah, great. What, what kind of dog would you have if you have a dog? Uh, I always wanted to have a Malamute. Nice. Which is, uh, it's, it's like a big husky, but way sillier. Yeah. Like, it's a massive dog and super fluffy, but they are so soppy. Like, they're not guard dogs. They would probably, like, lick his hand, you know, if, yeah. a, if a burglar came in. Uh, but they're, they're a lot of effort because they, they are, like, basically, um, like, sled dogs. So they need a lot of walking every day. Fair. And you can't have them off lead because they will leg it. As soon as they say anything, <laughs> that, that dog is gone. You're never seeing that dog again. <laughs> Well, I get a, I'll get a Great Dane. I want a Great Dane. Okay. Don't know why. Just... Is, is this to go your, your cane and your monocle? Yeah. <laughs> just get this giant dog that just strolls around with me. It'd be great. Uh, I really like these outdoor scenes. I like it. You know, even if the bus does look like it's going around in circles. Uh, it's great to see, like, real New York. Like, you don't really get to see this in Friends all too often, considering it's set in New York. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and everyone gets off the bus to hang out and get a drink. Sounds great. Uh, except somehow everyone managed to walk straight past the big baby carrier on the seat with Ben in it. Also, who takes a baby for a drink? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know they're not buying Ben drinks, but just the idea of being in a bar and be like, how are you doing? Oh, yeah, it's crying again. Someone passed me. Like, What's so weird? Oh, many years ago, I went to see a friend. Um, oh, where was it? At Western Supermare. Uh, and it was, it was quite early in the morning, and we was... Uh, waiting for him to open up his bar he owned, right? Mm-hmm. And so we went to, to another place to get some breakfast, and it was about 9.30 in the morning, and two women walked in with their kids, who so were probably between the ages of, like, three and seven. Yeah. And they decided that they were going to do shots and cocktails. What? And I'm like, you've, you've got small children here. You should probably not be getting drunk at 9.30 in the morning. No. So people do do that. I guess for our international listeners... America, to Brits at least, has this really weird obsession about drinking in the daytime, yep. where it has to be past a certain time they to have a drink. That's not a thing in Britain. You can have a drink whenever you want. It's, so, like, it's like Vegas. Yeah, so the reason why Mark and I are shocked aren't because they're drinking at 9.30, it's because they've got kids with them. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they're by themselves, you'd be like, do whatever you want, you're on your holiday, it's fine. But yeah, drinking with your kid, that's just weird. But, but you're right, they, they would have gone, hey, let's go for a drink here with our big baby carrier, like, which isn't going to fit in a bar. Put it, put it on a bar stool. Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. Um, Luckily, they don't need to worry about that. Because <laughs> no, I've got them. Because somehow they walk past it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the guys notice and they chase after the bus, everything in tow. You know, like, perhaps if, like, one of them ran, like, without all that stuff, they could have actually called up and, like, gone, hey, you know, I reckon Joey's the runner. Yeah. Go, Chanda, here's all the stuff. 
I'll run after it. You stay here with the stuff. Well, Chandler's uh, lack of athletic prowess will come up in the future, to be fair. Um, but yeah, Joey's definitely the kind of... I mean, he's, he's an Africa. He's got to stay in athletic shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely, you know, like, I'm I'm flabby. So <laughs> if this was us, I'd be like, Mark, I'll hold the teddy bear. You chase the bus. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so I'm the less flabby one. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. That's a nice compliment. Uh, and, you know, it's New York. Like, there's loads of traffic. So they could easily call the bus. Yeah, given, you know, how slowly traffic moves in New York, I imagine you'd be like, oh, baby's on the bus. Never mind. We'll have a slow stroll. <laughs> yeah. And there's a taxi behind the guys. So they could have jumped in that and be like, dramatic, and follow that bus. And it could have been like the Shaun of the Dead shortest... Uh, Race or chase was it? Like Sean, not Sean of the Dead. Sorry, uh, Hot Fuzz had like the it's in the Guinness World Records for the the shortest police chase. Really? So, so they could have had that. Like follow the bus. Oh, we're there. <laughs> we got to the next stop. Uh, there could have been a gag about how expensive New York taxis are. Like they've driven like two blocks, and it's like that's forty seven dollars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they turn a corner, and there's three almost identical buses. Now, okay, I get it, but you was following one bus. Like I think you would have recognised it enough to go, I know which bus it is. Well, they all had different graffiti on the back. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, would I have paid attention or when in blind panic that I've left my friend's child on the bus, would I not notice? Mm. And I decided to give the boys a break here and come with some slack. And so I probably wouldn't be thinking, that's what the bus looks like when we get to the corner. That's fair enough, I guess. We're back at the hospital and Monica's hand is bruised, but thankfully not broken. Uh, Ross is happy, he can talk again. Yeah. And then we've got Phoebe outside Central Perk, um, and she spots the new singer, Stephanie. Uh, you know, Phoebe's a bit bitter, and it's, you know, it's not Stephanie's fault at all. Uh, even if she does know all the chords. Does know all the chords. Uh, Phoebe doesn't, as we already I mean, know. That's a bold claim. There are literally like thousands of chords. The saying you know them all is a pretty, <laughs> yeah. a pretty bold claim. But Stephanie is actually Chrissy Hind uh, from The Pretenders. I did not know this. This was amazing to find out. Yeah, they have a song called 2,000 Miles that you'd know if you heard it. It's not that famous one, that's someone else. But given that these are guys called The Pretenders, if a song about 2,000 Miles... I'm glad you mentioned that because I, f- I think I would have assumed it's the other song. Yeah, you really went to the Scottish guys yeah. going, you know, 25% of this distance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, so I recognised when she popped up. I was like, why do I recognise her? And then I, uh, I did some research. And that's who she is? Because she didn't stand out as, a, as an actor, really, did she? She stood out as someone different. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I just, I don't know. I must have seen her at some point when I was younger on TV because they're not a band that have been massively mm, relevant for a good no. long while, to be fair. But, but still big enough. Yeah. Uh, so let's hear about uh, how many chords she does. No. Double jointed boy. <laughs> hey, so um, are you the professional guitar player? Yeah, I'm Stephanie. Oh, right. Yeah. My name was on there, but now it just says carrot cake. <laughs> So, um, so, um, how many chords do you know? All of them. Oh, yeah? So, you know D? Yeah. Okay, do you know A minor? Yeah. Okay, do you know how to go from D to A minor? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, so does your guitar have a strap? (laughs) No. Oh, mine does. So the guys are at a payphone and they say they're doing research for a book uh, asking what happens if you leave a baby on a bus. Uh, at least, thankfully, Joey's a bit more honest. Yes, I love how Joey lists all the items. He's like, there's a straw, there's this, and A, B, C, D. Oh, and there's a baby in it. Yeah. <laughs> just like, we'll just trick that in there at the end. But at this point, like, 
it's got to be weird. You, you find out, hi there. Like, there is a baby there, but I don't want to admit it. And also, I'm probably talking to the wrong department or person anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it happens more often than you'd probably think. More <laughs> but <laughs> you're just like, yeah, I left it on the bus. Uh, not if you uh, put some, um, what are those, those tags that you can get on things now? Yes, the trackers. Your tracker. Yeah. Well, you'd just know where it was. It still wouldn't be <laughs> yeah. watching it go away from you on the app. <laughs> Uh, I know uh, one of the companies says, uh, do not use this to monitor like uh, children or pets. And it's not because you can't use it for that, because you obviously could. Yeah. I think it's the fact that people are going, why is my child not moving for 30 minutes? And it's like, it hasn't like, been detected by whatever oh, okay, to, to be able to do that. And obviously people be freaking out because they're expecting, you know, it's, a bit, it's a bit like Tesla's and self-driving cars are like, I expect it to do things that it clearly can't do, but it's marketed as doing it. One company released some uh, tracking things, and if you put try to plant one on someone, it will alert them on their device that they're being followed by that device. <laughs> it's just like someone's tracking you, and then you're like, ah, and it will tell you like when they started tracking for how long for. So you just got to hope you know you didn't actually go somewhere important while you were doing it, because <laughs> when they came out, I remember people telling me they were going to buy them and like leave them in like their boyfriend's like shoe or gym bag to see where he was going. And I was like, that's not going to work. It will tell him it's there, and then we're like, oh. Funny if it just started beeping. I was like, maybe you should just get a new boyfriend if you don't trust this one so much. You want to track him. Yeah. But still. Uh, but you know the boys could have done with a tracker so they could keep track of this baby. Yeah. Along with their stroller and bearing sling and activity center uh rachel uh is introducing stephanie though uh at central park which now means phoebe's outside singing super loudly which she does quite a few times throughout the show she does um she's quite vindictive when it comes to her, her songs isn't it i mean she's an artiste mark you know she's I, I, guess so. I guess so uh you know i always hate like small places where they're a singer though like there should just be like casual background noise, but instead, like these places, like put like so much focus on the singers. If we're there at a paid gig, I mean, really, I'm like just there with friends, like trying to have a drink and a chat. Like, stop it. No, nope, completely disagree. If you go to the venue at music o'clock, you can't be mad that there's music on. No, I, I, it's mainly because it's too loud. Like, I remember there was one place they had a Christmas music on, and they had like a Christmas singer there, and it was so loud, like no one could talk. It's almost like everyone in the bar had to focus on the singer. It's like no, they they should just be in the background singing, and it's nice but I should still be able to like talk to people. Fair. I mean, you and I went to a restaurant in London, London baby recently. Yeah. And uh, we were basically sat in front of the amps, weren't we? Yes. As this band played. And at the end, they were like, well done to you two for, you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we could barely hear each other. It was like screaming. That, that was different because we were literally right in front of them. If we were like further around the restaurant, I think it would be nice background music. But they weren't so loud that we couldn't talk to each other. Like no. we could shout at each other and still kind of have a conversation. Uh, but yeah, they they were great. They were I really liked that because they kind of fitted in and it and it worked nicer. Where other places just turn up the music to eleven and go, oh, just deal with it. Yeah, well, given that I hadn't heard live music properly, I guess for for what two years with the pandemic, um, it was quite nice to hear some live blues. And I was like, oh, yeah. I quite like listening to the blues. Yeah, it's, it's quite nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the guys arrive at the Department of Health Services though, and thankfully the baby is there. I feel sorry for the bus driver in this example. Because for some reason, my brain assumed you'd go to the bus station because that's where the baby will be. But that means that at some point, that driver's found the baby, had to call someone, they've picked the baby up and taken it somewhere. Or maybe he had to go to the office and deliver it. What happened? How did the baby get from the bus to the Department of Health Services? He's like, oh, now I've got to pick up this baby carrier with baby in and find someone to deal with this like it may have been different in the 90s but like nowadays that would be so much paperwork like incident report yada yada 
No. So, social services. Yeah, just don't leave <laughs> oh dear Ross. Ross, why was your baby on a bus? <laughs> you don't deserve one. Uh, at least they didn't find out about his uh, sandwich stuff later on, because otherwise Ben would be missing a lot sooner. You I can't think. have him back because of your rage. <laughs> yeah. issues. Uh, but there's some confusion over who the father is, and this is where Chandler steps up and says they both are. I mean, it's quick, to be fair. Like, yeah. <laughs> he completely diffuses the yeah. uh, confusion on the guy's face. Uh, they run into a room filled with baby stuff. Now, I'm not sure what this place is, because I'm assuming it's something to do with the, the bus garage, but if it's Department of Health Services, I'm unsure. See, I think that's like American social services. Okay. That makes more sense, because I feel like it's, it's like the bus garage place, even though it's called Department of Health Services. Yeah, it's weirdly nondescript for an American phrasing, given yeah. that they call things like eyeglasses and sidewalk, and their names are normally stupidly specific yeah. Department of Health Services could be anything because yeah it, it seemed odd to me that it was like odd that it's filled with like lots of baby beds and things and I'm like why would you have this like unless you're a nursery why would you just go oh we just got a random room just filled with baby stuff just in case babies appear yeah uh, you know what's even odder though there's two babies there <laughs> so, so there must be another Chandler and Joey out there who have left their baby on the bus only if this leads into one of those like weird conspiracy theories where the guys decide to flip for the baby to work out which one they're going to take home. Oh, yeah, because the babies don't know which is which. No, they're like, which is which? We don't know. Let's just flip for it. And what I find funny about that is potentially maybe the reason Ben disappears is it was the wrong one and yeah. they have to give Ben back to the real parents. I, I thought about that a lot when watching this because th- there's moments where even the boys are like, did we bring the right one back? And then like he like laughs or cries or whatever. And they're like, yeah, no, that's, that's Ben. It's like, yeah, but still, like... That's a, that's a lot of effort to go to. Like, at that point, when you can't choose between the babies, I'd be like, right, I need to call Mark and tell him I lost his kid. Because to me, it's the same with, like, you know when you see, like, missing, like, cat posters or dog posters? You're like... In your head, you know what your, like, pet looks like, right? But as soon as someone said, can you describe it to me? You'd be like, uh, brown? It's a dog. It's got fur. <laughs> yeah, like, like <laughs> you instantly forget exactly what it looks like. And, and babies tend to look very alike. Uh, when when they're that young, so you know, it's got brown hair and a face. Like, how do I describe like how it looks without a picture? Oh, like your memory is terrible. Like, so yes. eyewitness testimony is so useless. Well, yeah. If I had to describe you, I'd go. He's got a beard that's unkempt, and he's got blue eyes and long hair and a face. Like my my description would be so vague, you could be anyone. Well, I had that at work. So some customers came in to pick up some stuff, um, and they were under the illusion that we got commission. So they left and came back and wanted to pick. But basically find me so that I would get the credit for the sale. But it's not how work works. But it was nice that they were thinking of me. Um, but they'd forgotten my name. So they came and went, oh, he's got a beard and long hair. And they went, oh, okay. And then basically the, the staff summoned every member of staff with beard and long hair they could find. And I walked downstairs. I'm just going to line up a five I was going to say, was there, was, there, was there a board behind with a height on it? Yeah. And I thought, did, did, did this one touch you? But I looked really confused and was like, what's going on? And as I looked, they saw me, it's that one. And everyone like laughing for like 10 minutes about how you know, we found all the beady men. But to be fair, some of us do look quite similar, to be fair. Oh, wow. I guess we should get away from this tangent. We, should, we really do need a jingle for your tangents. Yeah, you've got a more tangents today than me. I probably have. Uh, we're going to listen to, uh, you know, the boys flip for the baby, I guess. Hi. We're talking about the baby. We left the baby on the bus. Is he here? Is he here? Is he here? He's here. I'm assuming one of you is the father. That's me. Actually, uh... We're, we're both the father. (laughs) 
Please tell me you know which one is our baby. Well, well that one has ducks on his t-shirt and this one has clowns. And Ben was definitely wearing ducks or clowns. Oh, oh wait, that one's definitely Ben. Remember, he had that cute little mole by his mouth. Yeah? Yeah. Hey, Ben, remember us? Okay, the mole came off. <laughs> what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Uh, uh, we'll flip for it. Ducks or clowns? Oh, we're gonna flip for the baby? You got a better idea? All right, call it in here. <laughs> Heads. Heads it is. Yes. We have to assign heads to something. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Uh, ducks is heads because ducks have heads. <laughs> kind of scary ass clowns came to your birthday. I really love this bit. Like, just, just <laughs> like, you know. Uh, is well ducks have heads so, <laughs> so no, what what kind of clowns came to your birthday party like i had a joey moment where i didn't see a problem with his logic <laughs> like, ducks do have heads when <laughs> 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 drops his joke i was like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but imagine that like you can't just flip for the baby you I, you would have to just be like hey ross uh can you send me a picture of your baby like show come here look at the baby like you test things, don't you? But like, hey, Russ, we're reading this magazine and it reports about the accuracy of fathers describing their kids. Go! And then... Or like, are you just like, Russ, we've, we've run out of nappies. Like, did you have the ones with clowns on or, or ducks on? I'd probably call Carol and Susan. They'd be like, hi, girls. No, you don't want them to know. That'd be even worse. <laughs> I'd be like, kind of lost your baby on the <laughs> yeah. bus. Well, he's not lost because we're here in front of him. Yeah, just... There's another one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think the conspiracy theory you said earlier is is kind of fun. Like, I, I do like the Friends conspiracy theories because some of them you're like, ooh, there could be a lot of truth to that. Some are really dark. Well, well, some are quite lighthearted and funny. Especially this one because, like, this does happen in real life where people are like, yeah, I took the wrong baby home from the American hospital where they're all in the ward together and you can look at them through the window that we've discussed previously. Yeah, they're going to find out, like, 12 years later and they yeah. need, like, a blood transfusion or something and yeah. it's like, oh, this isn't your kid. No, <laughs> you're like, no. where is my kid? <laughs> yeah. Because at that point, what would you do? Because you've raised that child and emotionally it's your kid. You just found out that genetically it's not. So, it's, like, maybe it, you'd keep that one? It'd be weird, wouldn't it? Like, because you would go, well, all right, I've got this other kid and they've been brought up uh, religious, but we're not. Uh, and we've got 12 years to basically, like, make up for. Like, how do we deal with this? Like how your brain went to religion. And I was like, yeah, like, what if they raise your kid as a Rangers fan? And you were like, <laughs> they love Jesus. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, that could be worse. That's more complicated, I guess. Uh, but we are back at Central Park and Stephanie is singing a nice song. Uh, but you know, Phoebe is outside making some busking money, um, and with her with her angry songs and rants. That makes sense to me. New York, you know, New York, especially in an angry place, that well, probably related to her songs. Yeah, I feel like she should be like those people that give out CDs, and you're like, cool, free CD, and they're like, Do you want me to sign it? You're like, yeah, cool. You're, like, I'm going to help this young hip hop star, like maybe get famous, and it turns out he actually wants twenty dollars for it. That happened to me. Yeah, I get, I <laughs> that's getting, the scam. I kept getting told off for talking to like the locals, essentially, we're trying to get from A to B. And the guy passed me a CD, and I was like, cheers, and I walked off. And he just got following me, and said, no, no, that's ten dollars, that's ten dollars. And I'm like, what? No, I don't want to buy it. And I was like, do you want to give it him back? And he yeah. wouldn't take it. And I was like, you can take it or I'll drop it on the floor. Like, you didn't tell me or ask <laughs> no. if I wanted to buy it. You just gave it to me. 
Possession is nine ten. <laughs> Uh, and during Stephanie's uh, singing, the whole coffee shop stops doing anything, even Rachel. I mean, it's because Stephanie's a little bit better than Phoebe. She is, but it's, it's a bit weird just the whole coffee shop just stopping what they're doing. Like, I don't, I don't think that would happen. But uh, Rachel does bring some coffee to Phoebe, though, after she realises Phoebe's outside and kind of a bit angry and sad. She's very cute. Uh, you know, Phoebe's only made around $6. Um, silly American money, always looking like loads of cash. Yeah, it's like, I've got a handful, it's $8. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I do kind of wish we had dollar bills here, so you could just be like, yep, just going to get out my wad. Oh, there's the two. <laughs> no, I don't, because I like having coins, and in my brain I know the coins are basically worth nothing, and the notes are important. Well, it's, it's more for tipping. Like, when you tip someone here, it's like, you, if you have to give them £5. Whereas in America, you can give them a one that's folded up to look like more. That's so cheap, Mark. <laughs> no, I'd give more than a one, but you know what I'm saying. What stands out to me is that Rachel used the tea towel to cover the ground when she sat on it. I really hope she's going to wash it, but given that it's Rachel... No, 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 you're going to have a gritty tea, aren't you? Yeah, oh, there's some sidewalk in my drink. Uh, Phoebes feels bad for, like, Smelly Cat, though, the song, um, because all she got tips-wise for that song was 25 cents and a condom. Who throws a condom? Well, we'll find out. (laughs) Uh, Well, the guy who did does come running back because he accidentally dropped it in her case. Uh, now, we have a thing that annoys me on Friends, the casting, which we've discussed before as well. Uh, it's Frank, Phoebe's half-brother. Now, she doesn't know this is Frank or her yeah. half-brother at this point in time. Now, sure, this co- coincidence could have happened. Okay, he doesn't live anywhere near Central Perk. And, but, like, you know, he could have walked past her. Like, I'm sure we all have these, like... Uh, sliding door moments that you don't realise happen where someone walked past you who, like, ten years later, you realise, like, you know, you're going to marry or whatever. True. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's such a coincidence. And neither of them remember it later on? I mean, I don't think I don't think he'd remember it because he's panicking that he's lost his condom, so fair enough. Maybe you'd forget the random blonde woman sat on the floor with a guitar. Yeah. Um, Again, would it be a particularly memorable occasion for Phoebe? You know, it's this one random night where a guy takes something out of it. I don't think you'd remember it, to be fair. I don't know. I, I feel like you might. J- just because, like, we meet Frank, you know, not too long later. Maybe a vague recollection of he looks familiar. but Yeah, that's, that's what I think. Yeah. You'd immediately be like, oh, it's Condom Boy. No, yeah, probably, yeah, probably not. Is, is that Ross's sequel <laughs> to Science Boy? <laughs> uh, Ross and Monica uh, are super close on the couch, though. Uh, as we're like we're back with, with Ross, um, and you know Ross is thankful for for Monica's help, which is nice. Like that's that's quite sweet that they're you know a good brother and sister. Fair. Uh, we th- now get like some stories about how they actually really hurt each other. Um, sounds like Ross concussed his sister. Yeah, it's like, do you remember this? And she's like, yeah. no. no. <laughs> he's like, oh, <laughs> like that's kind of bad. Yeah, well, I mean... Like, like everyone has their stories of, like, how they got a certain scar. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sure you've got, got some, right? Yeah, none, none are sibling-related, to be Oh, fair. okay. Um, in our household, it was always... I was the big brother, so no matter how angry my little sister got and hit me, I couldn't hit her back. Which <laughs> um, was, like, the one time I was ever told not to hit someone back. It yeah. might have, no matter who hit you, apart from family, you hit them back. And I remember one time I was annoying my sister, and she kicked me in the crotch. Like as hard as she could, and I was just stood there, like. Mm, but I knew if I did anything about it, 
Or well, physically, at least, I would get told off. So yeah. I just ripped a shelf off the wall and turns out a bunch of my sister's mate's stuff was on it and I trashed loads of her stuff. But I was, in my defence, I'd just been hitting the crotch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it gets brought up occasionally. <laughs> we are like reminiscing and mum goes, I wouldn't have said you couldn't hit her back. I was like, you did? And I was like, yeah, you did. Like It wasn't until we were like teenagers and then obviously we stopped hitting each other. We just... Ignore each other for a while. Uh, did, did you have a rocket that said Ross on it <laughs> or did, Ryan on it? I didn't have a Ryan rocket. That sounds awful. <laughs> uh, the guys are back though, and they brought back Ben. Hey, baby. <laughs> we hope. <laughs> we hope it's Ben. My little nephew. Come here, little one. Ah, oh, there's my little baby, Ben. Hey, my little boy. Oh. Hey, he's not crying. <laughs> hey, he's not crying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's still pie. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. How's my little boy, huh? huh? You want daddy to change your diaper? I know, I know. So, did you have fun with uh, Uncle Joey and Uncle Chandler today? Oh, yeah. He rode the bus today. Oh. <laughs> well, big boy riding the bus. Hey, I have a question. How come it says property of human services on his butt? <laughs> you? <laughs> You are gonna love this. <laughs> Can we hold Ben for a second? Right. Come here. Come here. Stay Jim. back! I've got Kiwi! Run, Joey, run! This is such a great reveal, because you have Monica holding the baby and he's not crying. Yeah. You're like, oh, they, they flipped, <laughs> they picked the wrong one. Uh, thankfully he starts up because that's the proof that it's Ben yeah I'd just say it's such a good callback as well like it's not something when you start the episode that you think it's going to be remotely relevant again no. just the baby cries and Monica holds it but the fact that he gets a callback is really cool at the same time we don't know if every baby just does that around Monica <laughs> like all the babies have <laughs> yeah. Monica uh, then Ross goes to change his nappy on the sofa of all places like no why would you want to do that that's like the perfect place to get mess everywhere. Yeah, I'm amazed Monica doesn't like leap up to stop him, given that you know she's a kook. Yeah, um, and houses her up for like. Surely she'd be like, no, I've got a designated baby mat for you to do that, and I'll go get it. Yeah, because even if you think, okay, I can handle this, I can make sure it's always clean. The baby can do things that yeah. make sure it's not clean, or there can be you know mess in places you didn't expect to find in the nappy that has now worked its way into outside the nappy <laughs> because you have changed it you're not gonna know till you take it off <laughs> no. uh the bottom of his nappy says property of human services i have a question why would any place do that like you know well, is he, are you, are the, were the guys supposed to return that is it a reusable nappy well, like, we care like, they're supposed to return and go oh, thanks we borrowed this yes like it's weird but obviously it has to be done for the sake of the joke and resolving all this yeah. uh it's still odd but now the guys have to run away from an angry ross uh, as he wants to find out what's happened. I, I love that this is the way Ross finds out because without that, Ross would never know. He'd never know. And in some ways, that could have been funnier because it could have been in a few episodes' time, the guys say something and Ross is like, what? Why are you saying that to me? I love how when Ross asks, did you have a nice time with Uncle Jerry and Uncle Chandler? Yeah. He's like, he rode the bus! And it's, it's, just de- like- well, it's, it's, it's the baby talk that everyone does and... and- Apparently, there's a reason people do the baby talk like to to animals as well as babies, and I think it's um, 
it's it's not psychology, but like it's a it's a thing to kind of calm calm your voice so like the baby knows that you're safe. Yeah, or, it makes or sense. Or the pet mate knows you're safe, sort of thing. That, Babies which, and dogs can recognise tone in a voice. Yes, but cats can't. So you can say the most lovely things in a hideous voice to a cat. And it won't react any differently to if you said lovely things in a horrible voice or horrible things in a nice voice. It doesn't care. Right. It, can't, it physically can't recognise the tone in the voice, whereas a dog can. Oh, okay. And that's a baby. A, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah. So, you know, everyone does this, though. As soon as you see, like, someone small or innocent and sweet, you instantly, like, change your tone. It's fine when they're a child. When you do it to a friend that's short, but they were grown up, they yes. get really annoyed. Yes. <laughs> the amount of short friends I've got, we're like, oh, you little tiny person. And they get really, really angry. Yeah. Um, you know, human services just sounds so weird, though, doesn't it? Like, something from Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, have you got the supplies for the humans? <laughs> like, we're pets somehow. Yeah. Uh, we then uh, cut to uh, Central Park where Phoebes is teaching Stephanie how to sing Smelly Cat, but she just can't quite get it. I mean, poor Stephanie. Some people just don't have what it takes to play the music. I, I don't know how to, to go from that. Like, I mean, I, I like this scene. To me, this is one of those, you're a guest star scenes. Yes. Where it's very much a case of like, we need to highlight you at some point properly and not just have you walk into Central Park. Yep. Reminds me of from the reunion and Lady Gaga. I was about to say that, yes. Played Smelly Cat. And I found the mixed fan reaction to that really odd. So lots of people were like, oh, that's great because I like Lady Gaga. And then people who didn't like Lady Gaga were like, was she trying to steal the focus? And it's like, she's not easy. She's just celebrating that she's also a fan of the show. Yeah, but that's the whole problem with the reunion, isn't it? It's like, David Beckham's here. It's like, who cares? Like, what's he got to do with the show? He wasn't on it. No. So I, I, yeah, so I get that point. I'm still but... waiting for some kind of like Blu-ray release that's like all of the footage that they didn't use. Yes, I want to see more because there, there's meant to be loads of times where Jennifer Aniston like left because she just she wasn't mentally prepared for like being back there. Mm. So she's like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll I'll come back. It should be fun. You know, we were just hanging out together. She's like, no, actually, it's 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 almost like one of those horror films where they're going, we've recreated the whole like experience like you had for ten years, and now you get to go back and relive it. And it's like. Mm. It must be really emotional, yes. especially given that I guess of all the cast, she's had the most success since. Yeah. Um, so you'd kind of, I guess in my head, I'd be like, if you were going to label one of the cast the least successful, you'd think they'd have the biggest emotional reaction. But Well, I, I wonder if it's more like, so she hung out with the girls quite a lot, you know, after it's ended. But maybe, you know, she, she sees like a, a Matthew Perry or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah, we used to hang out every day for like 10 years. And I haven't really seen you in like the last few years or whatever. Mm. It is one of those things where, as a fan base, I guess, or the fans of it, you just assume all the people involved in the project are super close all the yes. time. But it's entirely possible that even if you absolutely adore a project, the people in it never see each other again after that yep. because it is sometimes just a job. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I, I really like this episode. I think it's got a lot of laughs. Yep, it's great. We get to see a bit of central New York, which is always great, especially 90s New York. Yep. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. I guess the, the Ross storyline kind of doesn't really do anything for me. No, you just need to get Ross out of the way so yeah. that, you know, the boys can have Ben. Yeah. Um, but it's just, well, it's, it's, it's a great episode and there's some great jokes in there and it's, it, it's one of those ones where when you get to it as you're re-watching Friends, it's always one where you're like, oh, this one's next. I think it's, I think it's an episode I, I forget is always going to come up. Um, you know, the, the whole, whole, you know, baby storyline of, you know, the, the guys look after Ben. Like, I, I never really think about it, but it's, in some ways, it's quite a major point. Uh, and it's just fun, like, seeing the farce of it all, of, you know, the two guys, like, doing it. And 
you know, maybe a longer episode of just them two just spending the day with Ben. That's fair. I'd watch that. I mean, one thing I think people really like this episode, especially in the context of season two, is that all the episodes around this episode are very much Ross, Rachel, Julie, and that love triangle dynamic. Yeah. And it was nice to have an episode where that wasn't brought up. It was just, you know, the gang being the gang and having wacky adventures. Yeah. And it was a nice, like, break from, yes, Monica, not Monica, Rachel's all upset about Julie, Ross doesn't know, Rachel, like, yawn. It's just got a bit old, I guess. Yeah. Um, so it was nice to have a break from that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just just Schumer all the way through rather than any serious tone. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that's it for, for this episode. And before we go, uh, we want to sort of... I, I always like to highlight our reviews we get. I think it's nice. And hopefully uh, it encourages you to leave us a review. So you can uh, go to iTunes and you can go and leave us a review. Please leave us a nice five-star review. We love those five-star reviews. Uh, they actually do help us. So any review you give, one to five stars, always helps us uh, go up the algorithm on iTunes. You can leave reviews uh, elsewhere, I'm sure, like on Google and Spotify and stuff like that. But most people leave them on iTunes. Um, keep saying iTunes Mark and it's triggering me it's Apple Podcasts oh is it Apple Podcasts like, oh. I don't think our, I don't think our listeners are still in the 90s <laughs> <laughs> yeah no one calls it Apple Podcasts so they call it's, it iTunes it's what it's called same, same with Google it's not it's not Google Play anymore I don't know they, they keep changing their names uh, we had one recently though and from poor 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 I don't know how to pronounce that which one are we looking at uh, P-U-G-H Pew? Pew? Pew, 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 maybe? I don't know. Um, that gave us three stars, because we've got some silly errors. Thanks, Ryan, for this. <laughs> so, always, sorry, I'm going to rag on Ryan now for a minute. It's always me and my uh, <laughs> my 15 seasons of Friends. Uh, they say a fairly good podcast, but there are so many basic errors. I'm really sorry for that. Uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes the errors are stupid, like Ryan saying there's 12 seasons first episode i'm gonna edit that out i think <laughs> uh some of it is just you know when you're talking off the cuff like we do every time we do a podcast things slip out wrong yeah uh it's, it's generally not we've researched it and decided wrong it's generally just you saying stuff off the cuff and you move on quickly through the subject yeah um so it's not intentional but you know call us out write to us tell us that we said this wrong and we will have our corrections going to correct it uh they, they say you know many basic errors even simple things such as number of seasons so ryan Seriously, serious scolding for that. I'll write it on my hand. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was just a fluff, I hope. You didn't think there was 12, did you? I think I was getting confused with the amount of years it's been since Friends finished and trying to work that out and then the amount of seasons and I just had numbers in my head. And uh, I yeah. Listeners, do you believe that excuse? That's what I'm sticking with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but they, they, they do go and say, I listened to a few more episodes and as I'm such a huge fan of Friends and it's nice to revisit the episodes, so that's nice. And then we have another one from How You Doing. Great name. Uh, hi, love your show. Just want to say hi and reply to your ask for comments from listeners. I love your show and look forward to listening to it on my weekends. The only interesting thing that I can tell people when they mention Friends is that my mum knows someone who worked with and knows Matt LeBlanc. My favourite episode is the one with Ross's tan. I can't wait for the next episode. Tell your mum, speak to your friend, to speak to Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> tell him to come on this podcast. <laughs> Maybe you can uh, come on it too. To be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you've got way more interesting stories than that about friends. Um, yeah, so thank you very much for leaving your reviews. They really do help us. Uh, you can also write to us at Watch Friends Pod on Twitter and Facebook. We like to get those comments. And Ryan does read and reply to all of them. I do. 
And sometimes he does uh, put some memes up when he can be bothered. I do occasionally post yeah. content. Hopefully you can do more soon. You know, it's just a struggle to remember how many seasons are friends that sometimes <laughs> brain power is needed. So related to that, uh, you can also check out our Patreon where you can join us to get exclusive content. You can listen to this ad free. So you might have noticed there are a few more adverts in the show, which is part of our uh, new deal with the Hyperx network. Uh, if you don't like adverts and want to skip those, you can join our Patreon and you can get the uh, ad-free versions right there. And you can also support us to get exclusive bonus content where every month we do at least one bonus episode. Ooh. So as of time of recording, we have done one about Gunther, where yes. we go and talk about uh, the character, the actor and all the scenes. And we have done one where we've made our own pros and cons list. Uh, about all the characters to see who's the best and who's the worst friend. And you might be surprised at the results. You know, I really enjoyed doing the episode because it was much more of a challenge than it seemed at the initial suggestion. Yep. Like, but yeah, but you know, you have to subscribe to find out. Yep. And that support really helps us because we, we do this all for free. Uh, these episodes will always stay free forever. Um, but, you know, we do this in our free time. We would love to get a bit of support so we can get extra microphones and get extra guests on. I know one of our reviews wanted a third guest. Uh, I would love to to be able to have a third person here to bounce off of because, you know, we're, we're starting to run out of Ryan's stories, I think. Maybe we need, like, a fact checker. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, so we can hire a fact checker. There we go. Um, you can also find us at watchingfriends.com and wherever else you find this podcast, make sure you, you subscribe. I think that's it for socials and everything else. I, I think we've run out of steam for this one. Yeah. So thank you very much for listening. We will be back next week. With season two, episode seven, the one where Ross finds out. See, told you the ones around this are all Ross and Rachel related. They are, but uh, I think this will be quite a good one as well. It's a classic. So we will see you in a week's time. Goodbye. Cheerio.